All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to, and that's what you really missed, the back nine of season one. Season one, part two, basically. Um, Hello, Kevin. Oh, hello, Jenna. I see what you did there. (laughs) That's nice. This is a recap of Hello. New Glee, New Decade. This is now into the 2010s. We are doing it going we're crashing into <laughs> the 2010s to usher in a new wave of irreverent comedy wow kevin and musicals that was i don't know deep i don't know what i'm talking about all Thank right you. so this this episode aired in april 13th 2010 so four months after um the first 13 episodes of glee aired and and a lot happened between yes. The last episode in this episode in real life yes. for us. The number one song was our girl, our halftime Super Bowl gal, Rihanna. Come here, real boy, boy, can you get it? Real boy's number one. I wonder how long that stays number one. Probably a while. And the number one movie was Clash of the Titans, which I've never seen. I haven't seen okay. that either. I just remember hot guys. So <laughs> d- during our break, Jenna. I think these are some core life-changing memories that happened. We um, (laughs) went to the Golden Globes for the first time. The show was nominated. And the show won. It rained hard that day. We won for best television series, musical, or comedy after only 13 episodes. That was big. Which is crazy. I think we were in shock that day. Oh, we were We were drunk, but we were also in shock. Yeah, yes. it was a really fun um, night. 
And the Golden Globes are this thing where everyone says it's the biggest red carpet in the world because it, it is very literally long. very long. Yes. And everyone is there. And I remember we talked to Tom Ford and Julia Moore, Julian mm -hmm. Moore. It was raining that um, day, though. So we didn't, mm -hmm. we did like half the very long carpet. I remember we yes. kind of skipped it. Um, it was a very, the most surreal, star studded, mm -hmm. strange thing like that's Glamorous. where i talked to george clooney in the bathroom right. it was so right. weird it was, it was a lot but it was yeah i mean truly amazing and we won we though did. which was insane very exciting we have these very iconic photos that show up when you google glee of everybody ryan murphy to holding the the globe the whole golden globe award and all of us like reaching out to touch it and it was just a really yes. joyful evening that we partied our booties off do you remember Diana freaking out when Julia Roberts came up to the Ryan brought Julia Roberts yes, up to the table like, and oh, she was fully losing oh. it. She was making oh. noises that I didn't had never heard a human make Diana, before. Oh. <laughs> um it, it was, was amazing. Crazy. And then a week mm -hmm. later with the SAG Awards. And we won Glee won outstanding performance by an ensemble and a comedy. And that was also awesome because that was the year. Lee Daniels was there. Julie Roberts, um, Meryl Streep came up to us. Oh yeah, we met we Meryl, met Meryl Streep, Streep yes. that night, and she came up to us. It was it was absolutely um, jaw dropping, like to the floor. And the SAG Awards are really fun because they're voted on by your peers, so they feel really meaningful. Um, especially for me, I mean, I like I had been a SAG member since I was, I don't know, God. Six Born. or seven, I think it was 1991. <laughs> I joined SAG, um, and and wow. I was like, oh, I know this, <laughs> like this feels familiar. Um, yeah. it was really pretty wild. That was a really exciting one, and we get an award, so you actually get to go home with an award versus like, had you ever won anything? Like, I had never won anything in my life. No, and I think I, felt... I won an ice skating contest in my third grade, and I won a, a, a yeah. stuffed cow, like. That was more than yeah. I, I was shocked that we won and it was already, yeah. I don't know who like figured it out, but we knew Jane would speak for, on behalf of all of us. That's right. Obviously. That's right. And I remember her being like, get out of the way, kids. <laughs> Let me up. I'm going like all business. My dad, I remember we, I brought my dad oh, as did. my like plus one oh, and he was like screaming and in shock. It oh was my goodness. So much. Um, and those after parties. Ooh, crazy. Dancing the night away. Mm -hmm. um, and then in April... Um, of 2010, we went on the Oprah Winfrey show, and in the same weekend, we sang on the White House lawn at the Easter Egg Roll. It was a big weekend yes. for us. It was, really was. And it was, Oprah was so crazy because <laughs> they built a set for us, like mimicking yeah. the McKinley Do you remember High walking in and being like, oh, this is our choir room. <laughs> yes, it was very weird. And... I don't even know if we realized at the time, like, what a big deal that was right. for them to do. Like, shows don't just do that. They even Oprah even, like, changed her logo right. to, like, mimic the Glee mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And I remember we just wanted our names to be called out in the famous, like, Oprah way. Like, mm -hmm. Jenna. And she did. She did it. And then let's go to the Easter egg roll because. We fly to D.C. and we have sound check. Um, actually, on Easter Sunday, I believe, yep. wasn't yep. it? Yes. And there was nobody else there. 
So you see like the Obamas, I think it was Michelle's first lady's family up on the balcony, uh-huh. like having a nice peaceful day. And we're all just hanging out on the lawn. Like there's nobody around. It's us and Sarah Bareilles. And their dog, Bo, yeah. comes running up to us. And we're like, oh, right. This is his backyard. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember like That's sitting right, in sound check, like our own little private Sarah Bareilles co- concert. That's right. And I was gagging. <laughs> for, also, I was I just, gagging. <laughs> I would just like to make a, a side note. I was not the most gigantic Sarah Bareilles fan at the time. Not that I didn't like her. I just wasn't. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. She has the most incredible voice live. It is insane. I mean, she just won a Grammy for the Into the Woods cast recording. She is so unbelievably good. Like, I am fully a fan for life. Mm-hmm. She sounds great on her records. There's something different about seeing her live. That's so interesting. I don't think it translates like the power and like technical. Yep savvy yep. of how good she is does not necessarily like always come through on a recording wow um well that's my two <laughs> cents stop there um i was just thinking do you remember all the people we met that day too like amber sang the national anthem we met from Elmo. the balcony and i recorded it <laughs> from her phone and i remember thinking like this is the greatest moment of my life truly we all watching, stood right below the balcony and, and it was crazy that like barack and michelle were our amber fans yeah they like, stood we there went, like <laughs> mm-hmm, we went back to perform and michelle came with her mom to watch amber sing home and uh-huh. sang along to every single word well, like, they danced they were dancing and it was it was so surreal i remember we met i did not remember this but we met reese witherspoon yes and i remember then, that I ran into her like a year or two later. She was at dinner with Gwyneth and Cameron Diaz and Ryan oh God, and Brad and Ian. And I went around introducing myself to all of them. And Reese Witherspoon goes, we've met before. Oh. And I go, oh, we have? She's like, yep, we have. And I turned to Harry again. Harry's always there at my most awkward moments of my entire life. <laughs> and he's like, the White House. I'm like, oh. Kevin. Why am I so dumb? Sarah was there. Uh, we met Elmo. We met. Um, we did meet Elmo. <laughs> it was a lot. There was there was a lot going on that day, but um, it was a pretty. All the Fox executives were there. It was a big yes. deal, obviously. Yes. Oh, Let's get into this good. episode. Yeah, sorry, we go because this is a lot. We've rambled. Okay, but this episode <laughs> is, you know, fairly straightforward in a lot of ways because. What it feels like to me is a reintroduction to the American people because now we've become Mm -hmm. this sort of massive hit. And when this episode airs, our viewership increased almost 50%. Wow. It was 46%. We jumped from eight something million to almost 14 million people. And Ian even says it in the intro it's like if you lived in a cave or just got out of prison and don't know what Glee is, basically, like, this is what it is. And so you sort of get into the same storylines of the Glee Club needs to win or Figgins isn't going to give us funding. Right. The Rachel and Finn of it all. The shoe and Emma. Of, like, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, recycled ideas that we've sort of Done. gotten through already. Mm. But here we go. Here we go. This isn't my favorite episode. <laughs> um. You know, 
I think we do struggle with the first episodes back. That, agreed. And I will say, I think first episodes back, there's a very high expectation that I have. Right. And I feel like my expectation is so high that there's just no way you're ever going to reach it. Um, and it's also like getting into like, it's exposition too, right? It's a reintroduction. Mm-hmm. Ex- ex- exposition. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now and let's just do it because there's yeah. a lot going on. We have um, half, the fro- half the Frozen cast in this right. episode. John Groff comes in as Jesse St. James, who's going to be um, in quite a few episodes in these back nine and then we have Adina Menzel, who will also be in quite a few episodes as Shelby Corcoran, who is the coach of Vocal Adrenaline. They both and... end up being in 12 episodes. I didn't know they were in wow, so many episodes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, yeah, there's a big storyline going on with that. And, yes. and then they are both obviously in Frozen. Um, and and then we get into the craziness. So There's a lot of songs in this episode as well. And yes. if you notice, they're... Like There's a by theme. bigger artists. We have oh, yeah. the Beatles, ACDC, Neil Diamond, The Doors, Lionel Richie. Like yeah. We yeah. were clearly had yeah. maybe some of the power to get some of these songs now. And more money. Okay. So. What's this episode about, Jenna? Oh, okay. So when Ra- Rachel and Finn's budding romance hits a bump in the road, um, it's because she becomes involved with uh, Jesse St. James, who is a competitor. And in vocal adrenaline and it threatens to derail the entire glee club at mckinley high mr schuster pays a visit to shelby corcoran who is obviously the vocal coach of um vocal adrenaline the vocal coach of vocal adrenaline how many well, times she is. Vocal? Yeah. yeah and um mr shu is going there to confirm jesse's motives which she's like mm, uh deny <laughs> and um Will is single, but he obviously loves Emma. So there's that. And then Sue Sylvester returns from her condo in Boca, obviously, um, with a renewed focus on destroying Will and the Glee Club. So basically, Will just has a lot of things about to happen to him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. That's right. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst 
But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, start us off, Kevin. What's, what's, okay. what's going on in this first scene? So the kids are back coming off this high of winning sectionals. Um, you see like Mercedes and Rachel and Kurt walking down the hallway like, yes, <laughs> we did it. We're about to be cool. And then what do you know? A good old slushy, straight to the face for the three of them. Um, Welcome to Loser Town. Yeah, just to remind everyone, this show is about the losers, and just because they won sectionals, nobody cares, as Kayala <laughs> has said. Oh nobody God. cares at all, and I think it's a rude awakening <laughs> for everyone. Because, right. you know, they, as much as they try to fight it, they want to be popular. That's right. And then we get into this Will and Emma thing, this like yeah. sort of cute scene where... They're sitting across from each other in Emma's office, you know, for the first time as uh, an item, basically. Yeah. yeah. And Will yeah. wants to kiss her. And she's like, no, I need to like, you know, go get clean. <laughs> and it's a very adorable scene. Her cute little um, briefcase, clear see-through briefcase with like all of her hygiene and stuff yeah. in it. Um, <laughs> my favorite, she says... Yeah, but last time you caught me by a surprise sneak attack that time, it was a pearly white harbor. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, there, there also are a lot of... Cringe. Like, not... Did cringe. not age well jokes in here. Yeah. And we're also just like, maybe mean. Okay. And so anyway. then Will says, you should come for a date at my place um, to get the monkeys off their backs and really reintroduce themselves to each other. 
Mm. And he says he can cook. And then this sort of weird, there's a lot you don't know about me and I can't wait to show it to you. Like that sort of thing that... I yeah. know Emma gets excited by it. I she felt, does. She's charmed by yeah. it. By it, I was shivering, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's charmed. So <laughs> here we are. Emma is flustered, um, and she gets a little like you know hot and bothered. So this date is at Will's apartment, and they are dancing to Neil Diamond's "Hello Again," and Will mm-hmm. is singing to her, which is. If somebody did that to me, I would punch them in the face, but it's not me. So (laughs) not my story. Um, Will says, this is the perfect song for us. See, he's known this girl for so long, but they've just been friends. And now he's calling her up to tell her he wants more. It was sort of inspired by my hello assignment to the kids. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Right. Obviously. Okay. And then they start kissing and then Emma reveals she's never been intimate. Which sets us up for next episode. Mm Mm-hmm. With a uh-huh. man, and she's <laughs> she wants to find someone who won't reject her because of her problems, and Will understands, and they watch a movie, and it's just sort of like this, you know, like it's Back. weird. It's cute, and you're like, oh, he's so understanding, but it's like, is this going to be an issue? Mm. And they watch Armageddon again. Is this the, like? If this is their first date also, how did they already watch Armageddon? There's some weird timeline things I have well, with this episode. here's the thing. I think this wasn't their first date, but I think that this is their reintroduction to each other. So it's like a new first date. Sort I think of, that's what they would fight against. There's uh, some weird things. Because yeah, no, like, there are weird things. Sue, com- It's like the school also had a break. Like Glee was off the air for four months, but the school also went on break which would have felt like because right emma and will hadn't seen each other no J- sue has gone to boca and come back already right so right. there's so, like we've gone on a break of, and mm-hmm. they've gone on a break for some reason maybe it was you know like a spring or fall break like okay. also emma just has her job back we're just not oh, even going to talk right. about that no we're not we'll this is the moving. beginning of the inconsistencies um <laughs> but here we here we go yeah okay so next the next date this is exciting. We see Emma um, setting Will's dining room table. She's gone over to surprise Will. And as she does, who walks in but Terry? Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to see Jessalyn again, which we thought this was the end, but it's not. And she compliments Emma and then insults her in the same sentence, saying this is a beautiful table. Meticulous, really, I guess, being crazy has its benefits. Oof. And this is very exciting to see the two of them in a scene together for the first time. They're very good. They are very good. I know we say that a lot, but I love it. <laughs> It's an acting class. So Emma obviously is like, I'm surprising Will. And Terry thinks um, that she is loving this. But Emma says that she likes Will getting a second chance at happiness. So I love that when Emma's like, why are you here? She's like, I need to get the rest of my Bruckheimer DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. But when she does that, she discovers the DVD of the jazz singer. Also, it's so weird seeing DVDs. That I know. <laughs> it, I feel like it really ages it. No, to me. it does. It does. Like no, nobody really has like smartphones or anything. No, nope. but seeing the DVDs says, and it felt normal at the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then she sees the jazz singer. And she's like, "Oh, interesting. Whose is this?" And Emma's like, "Oh, it's I brought it over." And then drops a little mm. nugget because she says, "Oh, you poor girl. Don't bother sleeping with my husband tonight. You're already screwed." Hello was our prom song, but I doubt Will remembers. 
He goes to the market for milk and comes back with a pack of gum. <laughs> so it sets up this whole, you know, seed of doubt. Yep. yep. And it's also, you know, starting to mirror again, Finn and Will have similar situations. It's not the first time this has happened going exactly. on in their romantic lives, which is a little weird for a student and teacher. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Terry can't just leave. She has to leave Emma with a little um, crooked spoon. Uh, um, oh, uh, not a crooked spoon. Um, she licks the spoon, right? And then says, sorry. No, she does. She does. Oh, flick she it. flicks it. Oh, yeah, I she, does. she licked it for some reason. No, she just flicked it. Um, okay. And then she's like, if you don't believe me about our song, just go check that year's thunderclap. Mm. And so it's like, you know, doo -doo -doo -doo. Mm -hmm. is she going to go do it? Mm. But then she does. She does. She has to check. I mean, yeah. I would have to check too. Yeah, of course. Um, and then Will says the next day to Emma that it was like a ghost was in his apartment and laid out her romantic meal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Emma checks out the thunderclap. Obviously, the picture uh, we see Will... Um, or Will sees the picture of his junior prom and Emma says like, I went to your apartment, but Terry, Terry was there and she told me about the prom song. And of course, Will didn't remember the prom song. And so mm -hmm. Emma's like, um, okay, I see what's happening here. Goes into guidance counselor mode and is like, he's repeating the same patterns with just a different gal. And Emma yep. is, says, how is you compromising yourself? Am I crazy? Any different than you doing it for hers? Mm-hmm. So she right. she suggests he get to know himself again. And um because he hasn't known himself since he was 15 and he agrees and then <laughs> Emma says, "Can you go now? I think I need to close the door and cry." Right. <laughs> it's Aww. very cute. Very Jama cute. Yes. Um but meanwhile, Will yes. also has this other thing happening. So yeah. we start with Figgins and Will in Figgins' office. And then all of a sudden, who's there? But Sue Sylvester. She's back. She's been reinstated because yeah. she's blackmailed Figgins and convinced him that they had intimate relations when they probably did not. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's sort of like starting this whole thing over. You know, Figgins is like, well, the whole deal was it wasn't se sectionals you had to place first, that it was regionals. And our electricity bill has gone up 2%. I do like Matt's reaction to that. He's like, huh? 2%? <laughs> like, okay. Um, and Sue's there to, you know, obviously bring him down and destroy him again. Um, mm -hmm. And so we sort of start this whole like, hamster on a wheel like, yeah. in motion again. Yeah. Sue all of a sudden is back, makes a couple, you know, uh, jokes about Will's hair in true fashion. It did, Didn't it feel like almost like... It was like a bit of a, a nod sort of or like caricature of like what had been happening in the first 13 episodes. Maybe. <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like, let's throw in some hair Stuff. jokes. We're yeah. going to reamp all this thing. You um, know, I, I do laugh at the hair jokes. And last I do night too. David, the hair was jokes like, are... David was like, you really like the hair jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're funny because I think it's, I don't know. I just, it's, it's a recurring thing. And I do like the little like, the little whip to Sue and Figgins in bed and she it's like I happen to know that there's nothing you only whipped cream off of and then when you get to the whip thing him. she she gets out of bed and she's in her full tracksuit per use of course of course um 
And Wills is flipping out because she was suspended. And Figgins is like, well, the point of suspension is reinstatement. So next, um, we see Sue cutting off a boy's ponytail in the hallway, which is... Which the, we know is real. Yes, because <laughs> Jane had referenced that in her interview in our podcast. Yeah. And she, I was like... Oh, now I remember this. Yep. Um, I was confused when she talked about it. Perfect timing. Podcast. Um, and Sue says, there, you no longer confuse me with your shemale looks. I'm going to Oof. donate this to the victims of Hurricane Katrina. They can Oof. use it to plug holes in their trailers. None of that is good. No, no. <laughs> None bad. of that is good. So just no. clock that for cringe. Um, mm -hmm. And Will, Deranged. you know, then goes up to Sue and wants to know how she managed to get reinstated and... Sue admits to behaving poorly and is riddled with remorse. Um, so, of course, she arranged a dinner with Figgins for a professional sit-down. And, and drugs him. Like, this whole uh, thing is, she, like, date rapes she, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she basically is blackmailing him again. And it's, um, it's not good. It's yeah. not good. And, of course, now we have shirtless Figgins in this whole whip. And, um... Finally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, and then Will's like, look, let's just bury the hatchet. And she's like, absolutely not. Um, not and unless it's into your groin. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she says she's not going to stop until Glee Club is annihilated into oblivion. Um, and and then again, yeah, there we are. We're, we're going for it. So um, this is the one that I laughed about. And I... I think it's really funny and I don't know if it doesn't age well, but I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> Sue said, know what else I'm going to bring? I'm going to bring some Asian cookery to rub your head with because right now you have enough product in your hair to season. <laughs> yeah, I did think that was, <laughs> that was pretty good. It's very funny. <laughs> um, so now she has pressure um, from Figgins and Sue. And so he's like, all right, it's time to get to work. Yep. And then... We get in time, we get into our lesson for the Glee Club. She goes back to the Glee Club and it's like, hello, what do you say when you answer the phone? And then <laughs> Chris saying, no, she's dead. This is her son is mm -hmm. so good. But also like, why hello? Why? Why hello? Honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's so, it feels like there was a note from the studio to Brad ourselves. Yeah, like, look, this is going to have a big launch when we come back. It's like we're launching it like another season so because we did restart. do a whole new photo shoot for it. And yeah, you're right. They rebranded. <laughs> they rebranded. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's what this was. And then I get that because it's like, let's just sort of give everyone a greatest hits of like what's, you know, Hello was good enough to have Adele make a comeback. So, you know, maybe there's something to it. I don't right. know. Right. All right. So, and they were like, okay, let, there's enough songs with the title Hello in it. So let's do it. Um, so we're going with that theory that we have right. to reintroduce. Um, Will's Glee Club assignment is hello. And, and he's sort of fired up because of this whole Figgins thing. And he's like, look, right. just because we won sectionals, that doesn't mean that it's going to make any difference in our day to day at school. And Rachel's like, yep, because I have a slushy stain training brought to prove it. With a straight face. <laughs> um, we all look a little bit better. At this point, yes, I <laughs> everybody's too, looking a bit more glamorous. The scarf I had on too, I think, was the most expensive thing I had worn, already had worn up to that point. It was, I remember being from Barney's, and it was like a several hundred dollars scarf oh that obviously I already that. would not have. Yes. Yeah, 
Um, so Mr. Shu wants to reinvent, uh, wants us to reinvent ourselves and so we can be bigger and better at regionals. And so he assigns the glue club to come up with a fresh number, but it has to have hello in it. But um, at the same time, Mr. Shu is trying to reinvent the glee club um, because Sue is obviously plotting her revenge while on her elliptical yes. machine saying, you two should be wetting yourselves with shame. Is this the first time we actually see her on the elliptical, like doing it, or is that? I, I feel like we know. did in season one. We probably there's, or early season one. We there's there's it. a couple more. Um, I think we have seen her on okay. on it, but we in this episode, as a general note, we do see several more, several more. Yep, um, we see more sets. There's more yes. things going on. There's yep. you know been a little increase in the budget. Clearly. Mm, mm-hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go back to what Sue was saying. No, it's fine. Um, and then Sue says something no coach should ever say. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Glee Club won sectionals and you did nothing to stop it. If you were samurai and my letter opener were sharp enough, I would ask you both right now to commit seppuku in Japanese. That This means ritual belly slitting. Insane. God. I do love that she's like, turn around. <laughs> you have to turn around. <laughs> it's wild. And then Brittany has these great one-liners in this episode where she says, we were seduced by the glitz and glamour of showbiz. There was a lot of good Santana and Brittany in this yes, episode. Yes, Like foundational stuff. That's yes. great. Um, and I do love her really light dumbbells that, you know, Sue uses. Oh, yes. And um, they're probably and her, even lighter because they're probably plastic on yeah. set. And she, her whole plan now is to, again... Mess break with up. Glee Club by messing with Rachel. And by messing with Rachel, she wants to break up Finn and Rachel. Right. Um, and so she sets them on a path that go forth and break them up. Yep. And that brings us to basketball. the next problem for Shu, which is <laughs> Rachel and Finn. Yep. Basketball. Well, no, no, Corey's um, arm tattoo that he has, the tribal arm tattoo oh, that he yeah. hates. He, it's covered up in the basketball scene, but it's poorly covered up. Like it's, he must, the makeup must have been melting off and, you know, it's, it's hard to cover up big tattoos like that. Yeah. So, um, you could see, it looks like he has a really big bruise around his arm. Um, and now that football's over, we see obviously the basketball team and Finn is on it and, you know. We hear an inner monologue from Finn saying that he really hopes basketball season can be a fresh start and he's depressed coming off of baby gate, um, which he should be because he's been through a lot. But yeah. he admits he still has feelings for Quinn and um, oh God. <laughs> he wishes he could be more like uh, Coach Tanaka where he says he pulled a Jessica Simpson, you know, he lost his fiance, gained 40 pounds and stopped showering and everyone acts like it's totally normal. That's so bad. Horrible. That's that's really bad. Horrible. Yeah. Um, but the more you know, we've learned. We've learned. It's not a different time. Um, <sighs> so Finn has a new, obviously has a new girlfriend in Rachel, and she's wearing a Team Finn <laughs> T-shirt. She's really running and, with it. Yeah, she's really going it, and the, his and her calendars that she makes, and so she's like the crazy girlfriend that nobody wants because she's gotten everything she wanted. Right? right, like they won sectionals. She got That's the right. boy. She got the boy, and so game on. Um, but Finn is like not himself, and she's doing all these things. She made, you know, a calendar, made all these plans for that. And she, suffocating. yeah, and he's he doesn't know. He's getting steamrolled basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't even know if I want her to be my girlfriend. Right. But you know, so Mister Shu sees what's sort of going on, and is like. 
let me help you out. You know, you don't need to be depressed because just like me, you have the old version of you that made some bad choices and ignored all the signs. But now you can be sort of the, a more interesting person with experience. Right. And so he brings him to the auditorium and <laughs> wants him to sing a song with hello in it. And I love, I remember watching this for the first time and Corey being like, oh, that's why the band's here. And they're just <laughs> totally ready. It, I mean, uh, this sort of feels like a weird shoehorned in song. Yeah, I, I, there's a few of those. It's nice um, to see Corey perform. Oh but gosh, yes. it's, it's like... Well, I mean, I love any number where it's like the quarterback and the Cheerios and the whole thing. Like, it's very sexy and fun. And, you know, like, he gets to live out his little rock star dreams. And, you know, we get to see more Britney and Santana and beautiful dancers that are our friends. Um, but yeah, it feels like a little bit of a shoehorn. And I like this number. Corey sounds really good doing numbers yeah. like this. What comes after this is the best part. Because I mean, Brittany and Santana are on their mission. They they clinch uh, pinkies and they go yes. off to get Finn. And it is so good. So they ask him to go on a date at Breadsticks. Is this the first time we're at Breadsticks? Yes, it is. Exactly. Okay. First... So we are breadsticks heading to Breadsticks. was not another set. Bre- on the Paramount lot where we shot, <laughs> Breadsticks was... The commissary um, or the um, commissa- like a cafeteria, basically a mm-hmm. nice cafeteria where um, people could eat. And so when we would go to breadsticks, it would always be the last scene of the night because it had to close. So they didn't yes. have to close everyone the on day, the lot, which, you know, has there. dozens of shows and people working. Yeah, yeah. they'd go there all day. Um, so every time we go to breadsticks, we'd be like, oh, my God, we're going to be here forever. And so we hated breadsticks. But some of the best scenes have come out of breadsticks. And there was always a joke with um, our ADs. Was it Leo? Leo. When we'd make a joke like, oh, it's been a long day. We're about to wrap. They would yell. Our, we're going to breadsticks. Yeah, we're going to breadsticks. <laughs> we're moving to breadsticks. And and so like, the no. collective groan of like, oh, not Ugh. breadsticks. All right, so Rachel then confronts Finn about what what those um, those two little canoodling gals are up to, and in Finn's like nothing, nothing. They just um, just uh, he lies. He wanted. And he the, says they the wanted time. the time. They wanted the time. <laughs> um, and then he tells her he doesn't want to be his boyfriend, uh, her boyfriend, and yeah. she's like, "Oh God." And she's very upset. Obviously, a scorned woman, and. Um, we go to the choir room again and here's another kind of shoehorn number. It gives you hell um, that Rachel sings. I don't like this song. Like, I don't like the song. So like, it was hard for me to watch. Um, and it and was, it, I was like, we had and to it's do also this. not hello. It's hell. let's get a current song in. And <laughs> yeah. And, and again, Mr. Shoe's like, okay, well, that's not hello. That's hell. Yeah. And she's like, I was focusing on the first syllable. So, he gets mad. Yeah, which is funny. This is the big leagues, guys. And then we meet Jesse St. James. Yes, we do. Yes, now, we I do. I have a question. So this is the public library. It's not the school library. No, right? this is, yes, exactly. This is okay. a different library. And they think they shot it at a real library, if I remember, remember correctly. Um, um, and we meet John Groff here. Yay. He pops up. So I was texting with John um, yesterday about this episode. Oh. He's on his like crazy press tour for his new movie. You should go see it. Um, M. Night Shyamalan movie. 
And he was like, oh my God, I'm having so many flashbacks. Just briefly thinking about the first episode. I remember being so nervous in that library with Leah, even though we had sung together a million times. <laughs> it was so different with cameras and extras and everything, which I thought was so cute. Because I'm like, that must have been so cool for them, you Best know, to, to get to do this together. Yep. And now the show was a huge hit because obviously they were both the leads of Spring Awakening on Broadway. Yes. And they came straight from there to here. Leah did. And, and here this they are. Some- this is so when I was in Spring Awakening and I had just joined the cast, which um, Leah was still in at the time, and we've obviously known each other since we were very little. Leah brought me in her dressing room and was like, You have to meet everybody. And like, kind of like, it was showing me the ropes. And she's like, Oh, you have to meet dad. Come meet dad. And I'm like, It's dad. And in walks John Groff for the first time. And I didn't know who he was, but he was just so lovely. And I'm like, Oh, they must be dating. I literally thought they were dating. And, um, we always called them mom and dad at work. And so mom mm. and dad were back together. The The band was all back together. So it was really funny to watch them work together on this. Um, and it's really cute. It's very John Groff to be nervous. Um, yes. So I was trying, I was like watching it. I was trying to, re- in my head, like, it's not coming <laughs> off as nervous. You know, it's so good. So Jesse good. St. James isn't nervous. Um, so this is the beginning of St. Barry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which y'all have tagged as um, the uh, the relationship. Yes, and um, Jesse so- automatically immediately insults Rachel by saying her "Don't run my parade" was flawed, <laughs> and like, which I think brings you know pulls her in, and then they very promptly get into a musical number, "Hello" by Lionel Richie, which and, was very uh, good. It was very good. Um, but also. One- why is there a piano in the library? Right. I don't know. It's one of those things. We're just going to Yeah. And then they they make a date and they're going to see each other on Friday night. Um yeah. and then we get to the scene of all scenes. Yes. <laughs> the uh Britanna uh scene with Finn at Breadsticks where they are eating and This um, is one of the best this is one of the greatest scenes in Glee. I think I ever. Mean, Right? I get no, this no, house. it's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. So Santana is going to ask, tell the waitress that the food was bad, even though they've eaten it all and that they need to send it back. Um, and Brittany said that there was a mouse in hers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Santana says, I think that dwarf girlfriend of his is dragging down his rep. I mean, if he were dating, say, popular pretty girls like us, he would go from dumpy to smoking. Just fully talking about ranking the guys in school and talking about Finn like he's not there. And then there he is. And he's like, can you um, include me in the conversation? (laughs) She's like, let me break this down for you. You buy his dinner. We make out in front of you. That's the best deal ever. And then basically just like, can you go wait in the car and leave your credit card? (laughs) And he does. And then we get the most iconic line of all time. Brittany turns to Santana and she says, did you know that dolphins are just gay sharks? And that was definitely an Ian line for sure. That was absolutely Ian. And that's been printed on shirts. So (laughs) I think that's one of Brittany's most famous lines ever. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not only Brittany, it's one of the most famous lines lines of the show. If not the most famous. I mean, it is definitely brilliant. Um, and that makes Finn realize that he wants to date Rachel and not be with, you know, other girls. Right. So Rachel says that she's met somebody 
And it's a boy who's finally worthy of her talent and love. And Finn questions Sue. And obviously we know that Jesse St. James. And so Finn tries to reason with her saying it's suspicious how they make it to regionals. And suddenly like the head of, you know, their main competitor like is date. He wants to date her. And she's fair, like, well, fair point. Yeah. You know. And Rachel's like, no, like, no. And um, Finn tells Mr. Shu. So... And meanwhile, Brittany and Santana tell yes. Sue that they failed, but they do mention this whole Jesse and Rachel thing. Right. And, uh, and, and then Sue's like, yes, this might be easier than we thought. And we're going to take, take them down. And so Will is obviously concerned about Rachel and Jesse. And so he goes to talk to the head of Vocal Adrenaline, which ends up being Shelby Corcoran, which we know is Adina Menzel. And we watch Highway to Hell, which is a wild number. Also, uh, Groff sounds great. Insane. Like his, his voice is so high. His, <laughs> I love when you say that. Um, his voice is very high and he sounds amazing. He sounds great number. up there. I love it. Um, and also like <laughs> they really do pull all the stops out at vocal for vocal adrenaline. Like we're doing pyro at rehearsal. I love that shot of just the fire silently <laughs> going off and Will being like, what? Okay. And she said, and then Shelby's like, stop, please. Dear God, stop. Seriously, guys. It's like washing beige paint. dry. <laughs> you know, um, she has this, Shelby has this funny thing of she's saying <laughs> these insulting things, but is not mean in her presentation of it and also just makes you want to believe her. And I feel like that plays into like her enti entire yes. storyline coming yes, up. Yes, that's right. So, you know, she's like, are you, are you spying on us? And Will's like, are you spying on us? Um, <laughs> with Jesse St. James and she's in Shelby's like noted, you know, I don't, I don't stand for any funny business, but Jesse's a good kid and the heart wants what the heart wants. And what does the heart want? Will and Shelby making out That's on right. Will's couch. Why is Will? Will's got like a a um, turnstile going through his house. He's just got he women over there. He does. Well, he is newly single. He is yeah. newly single, and he's he making is up going for lost for time. It. And um, Shelby asks if he's gay because most of the show choir directors he makes out. She makes out with her gay. Welcome to my life. And um, <laughs> he will obviously gives her the rundown of like, you know, his divorce and how a mess he is. And and then this becomes like a therapy session where Shelby's yeah. like, OK, so reintroduce yourself to yourself. So which is um, what he told Finn to do that's for himself, right. mm -hmm. which recycling the 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 storyline. Yeah. So um, not Student everyone teacher. not everyone knows about Rachel and Jesse. Um, well, now they do. Oh, now sorry, now everyone does. But um, and this is the scene where all of us approach her and we're like, <laughs> "Kurt says, cut the butter, Benedict Arnold." <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and um, <laughs> Mercedes is like, "Okay, we're not saying the dude is playing you, but you know he's playing you." And leave it to Chris with his comedic timing to make this yeah. hit so well. It's also and like you you either dump him. Or yeah. you stay with him and leave Glee Club, or we'll all quit Glee Club because exactly. everyone's replaceable. Exactly, and um, this threat we think would have worked if she, if Sue didn't get Brittany and Santana, Santana to round up um, mustache 
sporting teenage girls with glandular <laughs> conditions to make the McKinley High Old Maids Club um, and then invite Rachel to it. And obviously, Lauren Zeiss is there and tells Rachel that she fell for a boy and um, on the wrestling squad. And she was like, you know, her team wouldn't go for it. So she's like chose the wrestling team. But now she spends her Friday nights making out with her cat. And um, that was... Uh, uh, Ashley Fink at her, you know, just the beginning of Ashley Fink making us laugh. Oh, yeah. Um, this is also like right before this, too, there is some sort of foreshadowing because, and Rachel's trying to defend her thing, being like, well, we may not be true love, but like, what if we are? And then, you know, mm. things happen. And then after this meeting, right. which is also another classroom, look, we're in another classroom now. Right. There's new things happening. So Rachel's convinced, right? She's like, I got to be with, I got to be with a guy. I'm not going to end up an old maid. She, um, she needs to be more narcissistic. I love her. <laughs> and um, she goes to Jesse, she goes to Vocal Adrenaline, so we're back at Vocal Adrenaline. And there's this like very big spotlight shows up on her. And um, she wants to know if he's playing her because it'll be the kind of heartbreak that girls like her hold on to the rest of her lives. And um, he introduces himself <laughs> to her as the real Jesse, the guy who's nuts about her. And he they kiss. And then we see this very sly look that John Groth gives to uh, Shelby Corcoran, um, who's standing in the wings very creepily. Mm -hmm. So obviously we know there's uh, lots of shit going on excuse my language <laughs> um and so rachel's obviously not gonna end this but she's not going to tell anybody and let's just say this this is her fifth guy in 14 episodes so she's really Damn. making her way around her and will are really just making their way around she's busy yeah, she is. Um, and then she lies to Finn and she's like, I ended it. I took one for the team. Um, obviously, because, you know, she does, she wants the team to succeed and he wants to get back together. And she's like, I mm -hmm. can't. again, she lies. Yeah. And he says he doesn't give up that easy and he'll see in rehearsals. And now I'm like, Finn's chasing Rachel. And I'm like, oh, the tables have turned. And I feel things after this. I'm like, okay, I'm back. <laughs> and then we do hello, goodbye. Kevin, yeah. were we in this episode at all? <laughs> um, I think we each had two, two, lines. two lines. But also, do you remember this number? What is the deal? I, I remember a feeling... But I don't an, remember an uneasy feeling of this number. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's where everybody's vomiting. Yes, that's right. That's so, what it is. There was something about this rehearsal too that was really weird. But um, right, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what happened. I think it was the shoes. But um, <laughs> this when we were shooting this number, Amber had the flu. Leah had the flu. Maybe somebody else had the flu. And literally we'd be like coming off the risers doing that little like hand gesture. And then mm -hmm. Amber would run to the side of the stage and throw up in a trash can. And yep. then the next take, Leah would run up to the side of the stage and throw up in a trash can. And you'd hear like somebody's throwing up. Maybe Naya, I think. Naya also is sick. Yeah. And it was gnarly. And I was yeah. like thinking like, please don't, please don't get sick, Gemma. Like just don't Vomit get sick. Gate. Did we Vomit get sick? Gate. No, we didn't. We didn't. When did we start living together? 
Were we living together yet at this yes, point? Yes, we had just started living together. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I do like this number though. It actually looks weirdly clean. Right. Like the dancing looks pretty good. Yeah. And I, thought, I, also, I remember the choreography of like doing the little like hand thing. And I remember, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's something look, about you're, it. You're doing it very cleanly. I, I did note that. I was like, oh, Jenna's Thank arms you, and hands are looking good. Thank you so much. And the first 13 episodes, we had sort of like more time to record and to learn dances. Uh, Coming back from this, it felt like all of a sudden we're getting into the conveyor belt sort of mode. Mm. That we get like these songs were recorded a lot more quickly. The dance rehearsals happened a lot more quickly. Like we were really starting to find um like the scheduling and the rhythm of how this was all going to work going forward yeah because we had a lot more to do there were more songs and episodes now. well and also like people getting like the flu like that and we're still going like it it was like we have no time keep going (laughs) keep going um it was also very expensive to stop a day of work yes um, on a big set like that so and then um we the episode ends with Emma watching Will during this performance saying hello, goodbye. Right. Mm -hmm. And Rachel and Finn kind of playing this like hat and mouse thing throughout the whole number. And then Rachel runs off stage probably to throw up. And, (laughs) um, we see Finn kind of like, everybody's like, what happened? And that is this very thick episode. Yeah. Yeah. There's a (laughs) lot of ground to cover. There was. A lot going on in real life, too. You know, it was just a lot. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts 
days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Let's get to some tardy takes. Let's pop let's through it. it. Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. Okay, cringe moments. I mean, oh there's God, so many. There's so I, many. I, I would say the Jessica Simpson joke. The Yeah, that's a big one. The Katrina joke. Like, there's a lot of not great things. Yeah, the Jessica Simpson was not It was pretty brutal. Slitting the stomach. Like, it's all. Oh, God, that's bad. bad. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Worst dance move? I I think the throwing up off camera. Oh, yeah, that's good. I was going to say gives you hell, but yeah. (laughs) Definitely that one, too. We can can pick both. Yeah. Um, Best song? I mean, hello, goodbye. I think, yeah, I think so. Highway I to Hell also. I think Highway to Hell was yeah, great. For sure. Um, best performance by a prop. I mean. Uh, honestly, I think my hand movements. Uh, you are more than just a prop, Jenna. I'm just kidding. Um, well, I'll tell, tell that to Tina and props. Um, <laughs> no, I think uh, I vote the pyro. Yeah, Absolutely. Best lines, I think. I mean, did you know the dolphins are just gay sharks? Obviously, there's, there's nothing better. Obviously, that's, um, that's that. Um, Jenna, yes. Would you like to look at some shit we found on TikTok? Let's do it. Okay, um, for you and me, click on this first one. Okay, the top one. Okay. Then we can do the other one next week because these are both so good. So, on TikTok, <laughs> Dr. Dre four thousand who is an associate <gasps> professor of chemistry is a phd this? he and his i don't know associates do these very well shot and elaborate tiktoks and they did say a little prayer with the actual choreography and, yeah choreography <gasps> angles costume changes it is absolutely is- incredible i sent it to everyone i know because I've I've just never seen like In well t- genius. Well done to the three of them. I don't know if they filmed this themselves. The I camera don't know, work is good. Like I don't know what you're researching or doing, but like 
I don't even care. It's fine. Keep doing these videos because okay, very how, good. How good is that? Like I mean, they have an overhead shot. Good. That no, it's really really. And it's good. also clean. Like it's so good. They have t- they like they're quick learn quick learners. Yeah, like go watch <laughs> it. Uh, like I said, Dr. Dre four thousand on TikTok. It's wow. absolutely brilliant. Thank you for um, sending that to us. Thanks for making that video again. Keep tagging us and all these things. We love it. Um, Truly, that's and brilliant. you're honestly you're welcome. It's a gift mm-hmm. to have seen mm-hmm. this, and yes. I'm honored. I I don't know. I also like like to know how long it took for them to do this. Like how I don't know. I hope they don't get in trouble, but it's wonderful. No, it seems like they have control of what they're doing. They're the boss. Yeah. They're on bosses. I, I agree. Um. Okay. Well, that is the reintroduction to the reintroduction to the reintroduction of Glee, and <laughs> it is time to move forward. Um, to the back nine because it's a pretty good back nine. I will yeah, it say is. it's just um a little bit of an exposition filled episode. Next week is very exciting. Ooh wee! It is the power of Madonna. Yeah. So be sure to come back and recap that with us because we have lots and lots and lots of memories from that one. I'm super excited about it. Um, thanks for being with us and hanging out and uh, we'll see you next week. And that's what you really missed. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchase. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.